The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. Everybody, to another edition of MLB DFS Pickets, your Wednesday, April 3rd edition. Got a five-game early, five-game late slate on tap for everybody. Hope everybody had a good Tuesday. I saw some up and down results. Cash games seem to do pretty well. Uh, woke up to a member of the Fantasy Sports DJ Slack chat taking down the $500 mini slam or something on FanDuel for 150 bucks. Good for him. C-Vig. Uh, guys winning at the Quant Edge. A lot of good stuff over there at thequantedge.com. If you want to check it out, if you want the paywalled articles, all the great stuff over there from all the great writers they have, plus the amazing tools, the optimizer, the park factors, the batter pitcher types. They have advanced stats tools coming out. They have like four more tools coming down the line. It's going to be really, really awesome over there at the Quant Edge. And you can get in now at a nice cheap price using promo code Bubba for the MLB season package at $25 off. Or if you just want to try the Quant Edge, see what they have to offer, you know, get some NBA playoff basketball in, Get, get your feet wet in baseball. Check out the sporting packages, all that stuff. Your first month can be $19.99 by using promo code Bubba. Good way to see if you like the tools, like the products, see what they have. They have the uh, members Discord chat, all kinds of stuff like that. So if you just want to test it out, $19.99 for your first month using promo code Bubba. Or just jump in. I promise you it'll be worth it for the baseball season package. $25 off using promo code Bubba. All right, let's get into this slate. We'll go quickly over the five-game early, then go a little deeper into the five-game late, as deep as you can into a five-game late slate. The totals on your slate's Early slate, Brewers, Reds, 8.5. Phillies, Nationals, 8. White Sox, Indians, 7. Rockies, Rays, 7. Twins, Royals, 8.5. So as you can tell, pretty good pitching in that one. At the evening slate, Cardinals, Pirates, 7.5. Cubs, Braves, 8.5. Astros, Rangers, 9. Red Sox, A's, 8.5. Giants, Dodgers, 7.5. So a little bit more you could pick on here just looking at the totals on this slate. But overall... You know, pretty low. Weather's interesting. On the early slate, you have winds blowing in from left field in Philadelphia and Washington. You have them blowing across the diamond in White Sox and Cleveland. It's going to be really, really cold in Cleveland. And then blowing across the diamond also from right to left in Kansas City between the Twins and the Royals. On the night slate, not much. Wind blowing out to center in Pittsburgh between St. Louis and the, and the Pirates. And then blowing in from right field pretty heavy in Texas between Houston and the Rangers. All right, five-game early slate on tap here. Here's the pitching you're looking at. Corey Kluber, 10-9 at home against those Chicago White Sox. Lots of swing and miss in those White Sox bats. You know what you get with the Klubot. Lots to like. Uh, 
almost a 20 over 26 and a half percent K rate last year, 44% ground ball rate. And the White Sox strike out 26% of the time versus right-handed pitching last year. They have the lowest team total on the slate at 2.75. Lefty's 276, righty's 287 versus the Klubot last year. Don't have to say too much about Corey Kluber. Lights out play here. If you're playing cash on the early slate, you're going to Kluber. If you're um, even in GPP, he's in a great spot here against the White Sox. The White Sox, you know, they have some pop in that bet, but that, the swing and strike, swing and miss ability is tremendous. So the amount of strikeouts the Klubot should be able to rack up will really help out, even if he screws up and gives up a couple bombs. So you can work around that. Um, I'm going to skip Aaron Nola. I'm going to respect the, the Nats, but if you want to be in a GPP contrarian, Nola 10-2 is he's an ace. He you know matchups really shouldn't matter, but if I have to pick between the two, I take Kluber over Nola. When you drop down below 10K, give me some Charlie Morton at home against the Colorado Rockies. We've seen these Rockies bats just go ice cold against the Rays and even a little bit against the Marlins on the road. They're just not not the same team as we know it. They picked up right where they left off year after year after year. And Morton's coming off a great start in his debut. And now he's facing a Rockies team that strikes out over 23% of the time last year versus right-handed pitching. Uh, Morton had almost a 29% K rate. And he looked filthy against the Astros his first time out. So a lot to like in that matchup against the Rockies. They have a 3.23 team total. It is the second lowest on today's slate. Lefties 302, righties 268 versus Morton last year. So I think Morton at 8800 bucks is in a phenomenal spot on this slate. If you can go Morton-Kluber in cash games or GPPs, I think you're way ahead of the curve there in the pitching column. If not, uh, both very, very viable on this slate. Uh, in your GPPs, Luis Castillo at $8,100 is very, very intriguing. He's at home where we've seen him pitch much, much better. Um, the, the They did a good thing. They didn't let him get the quality start, which sucks for many people in quality start leagues last time. But they got him out before he got beat up. And that's one of these things, these managers, they like to leave the leash a little too long for some of these guys. And it happened to Castillo a lot last year. And they got him out of the booth five and two-thirds innings last time around. He's facing a brew crew team that hits the living crap out of the baseball. And they're in Great American Small Park. All these things don't look good. That's why it's a GPP play, but they do strike out a lot. 24% K rate, and Castillo's, uh, he, had, he had his pitches working really, really well, going back to a twenty almost 24% strikeout rate last year of his own and a 46% ground ball rate. The Brew Crew bats are very live in this matchup. I'm not going to say don't play them. Castillo's just a GPP play. Lefty's hit 349, righty's 285 off Castillo last season. And when you look at the Brew Crew lineup, there's a lot of left-handed bats in there. So GPP only with Castillo, but on a short slate, if you want to be different, no one's going to go there because they respect the Brewers' bats so much, and I get it. They are that good, but if you want to be super contrarian on a five-game slate with 10 pitchers involved, Luis Castillo would be that guy as he's got the upside to put up 20-plus DraftKings points. At the same time, it could, it could get ugly, but big-time upside in that matchup. He's kind of like the, the Zach Granke yesterday, but the matchup sucks compared to Granke's. Granke's much, much better than Luis Castillo's. All right, after Castillo, we've got a $7,000 Carlos Rodon, similar to Castillo, but he's uh, $1,100 cheaper. Going up against the Cleveland Indians offense that is dreadful, so not like Castillo. A bad offense he's facing. And with Rodon, it's always been the the, the control. Instead of time and time again, he had almost 11% walk rate last year. Um, it, but you, you got an Indians team that's just struggling tremendously without Lindor, and Jose Ramirez really hasn't gotten going because I think he's still hurt. I've said it since day one on this podcast and any other listening adventures I've done that he just it's not healthy. It's just not good at all. So I like Rodon in this matchup at 7K. It's going to be super, super cold, um, kind of windy there in Cleveland. Uh, a nice pitching environment in that matchup. A Cleveland Indians team with a team total that I can't find at the moment. Uh, it is 4.3. Lefties 264, righties 209. So reverse splits when it comes to Carlos Rodon. But uh, I think he's a sneaky GPP play at $7,000. 
Really good matchup uh, against a very bad offense right now in a, in a good pitching environment today. So Carlos Rodon could be your guy if he can, you know, just not walk the world. Then last but not least, the one that, that baffles me the most, I mentioned it in the Discord chat last night, is Kyle Gibson, $6,300 uh, going up against the Kansas City Royals. The Royals team has been okay. They've gotten it done from time to time. They got the Barrios a bit yesterday. But Kyle Gibson's no joke. Like, he's not an ace by any means, but he's not a $6,300 pitcher on a slate like this at Kansas City. A Royals team strikes out about 21% of the time. Kyle Gibson's a minus 130 road favorite, and he's $6,300. This is one of those DraftKings pricings that... You know, it could just be them putting the bait out there, but usually they're still a dog. And like being a road favorite and being sixty three hundred dollars does not make sense. That just that's usually not how the DraftKings pricing correlates. Um, he strikes out almost twenty two percent that he faces. He has a fifty percent ground ball rate. Kyle Gibson should be chalk on this slate. And even if he gets hit around, I really don't care. Like this is the play. The Royals have a team total of four. Lefties three thirty, righties three hundred three last year versus Gibson. But what we've seen with Kyle Gibson in the past, yes, he has his blow up games, but he has lights out, really good stuff. He's a high sevens, low eight type pitcher. He should be priced around Luis Castillo on the slate. So $6,300 for Kyle Gibson. This is almost just a, you know, you're taking the price play and you're running with it regardless of how it turns out. So I think, and I I like Kyle Gibson anyway. I'll recommend him a lot this year. I think that's just a, a tra- travesty of a price of $6,300. Okay, so recapping your pitching real quick on this early five gamer. The clue bot up top by himself. Then Charlie Morton, a great play at 8800 bucks. GPPs. Castillo at 81, and then Rodon at 7K. Both have GPP appeal. And then Kyle Gibson at 63. So if you want to go Kluber Gibson or Morton Gibson, no problem with that at all. Lock and load. Have some fun. We're just going to go real quick through the hitting here. I'm not going to go position by position, but what you're looking at here when you're picking on these games, Milwaukee at Cincinnati, you're looking at the Brew Crew left-handed bats. You're looking at Yellick. You're looking at Shaw. You're looking at Moose. If Thames gets a start there, really good play as well. Um, you're going to have to check day game lineups. A lot of day games at their night games. You guys sitting. You get value catchers. Um, so that's why I'm only going quickly over the bats because a lot of it's going to change. Come join us in the um, the TQE Discord chat or the FSD Slack chat, uh, whichever one works for you. Come join us and we'll talk about them as they go. But uh, Milwaukee left-handed bats there versus Cincinnati and Luis Castillo. Um, on the flip side, the pitching matchup here for the, the Reds is Freddie Peralta of the Brew Crew. So the Reds have some interesting looks they could make here as well. Um, when you slide on down to the Reds team total of 4.4 lefties, 368 righties, 239. This could be a game to target some uh, Joey Votto love in this matchup. I like Joey Votto quite a bit. Uh, see where Winker, see where Shevler, those kind of guys are if you're trying to stack. Uh, don't sleep on Eugenio Suarez. He went deep yesterday, but like Jose Peraza, you can make a nice little game stack of this matchup based on uh, you, how much money you got left over and where you want to go. This might be the game to attack on this early slate. Reds have one of the higher team totals on the early slate. Um, this is the game with the highest total of eight and a half. Basically, lefties in this matchup on both sides is the way to go. You can one-off it with some righties, but uh, come back to us in the chats to find out. Philadelphia at Washington. Yeah, Aaron Nola versus Aaron Sanchez. Aaron Sanchez is super cheap if you want to take the risk at 5900 bucks in a GPP. I get it. Nola, I like in a GPP as well. I just respect both teams, and I'm going to stay away from this game. I think it's going to be either a pitching duel or one of those like four to f- three or five to four games where – you don't really get benefits from the pitching at all, but the hitting can be sneaky nice. Um, when you look at the Nats side of things, uh, they have a 3.19 totals. Lefties 265, righties 260 versus Nola. You're looking at lefties like Juan Soto, Juan Oz. See where Victor Robles is in the lineup now with Trey Turner going down, which is a shame, but he could become very, very valuable in that one. And when you're looking at the Philadelphia Philly side of the 4.2 team total, um, you know, Animal Sanchez had reverse splits last year. Lefties at 264, righties 283. 
it's the usual suspects. So that offense is so good. Bryce Harper, um, Cutchin, Hoskins, the, the usual suspects. But I probably won't have a lot of that game. That's just me. Colorado at Tampa Bay. Got Herman Marquez going up against Charlie Morton. Both really good pitchers. Another game I'll probably look to avoid for the most part. Um, both really, really solid arms. If you're looking at um, the Rockies, you want the lefties versus Morton. So Blackman, but Aaron Otto's always in play. And, and David Dahl, those types. But I'm, I'm going to stay away there. For Tampa Bay against Herman Marquez, same thing. They want, you want the lefties for the most part. <clears throat> Second Austin Meadows, a G-Man Choi. Stuff like that can be very, very interesting if you're looking in that respect. Um, Chicago White Sox at Cleveland. This could be interesting with Rodon versus Kluber. If you want to be contrarian, you're going to go with those left-handed bats of the, of the White Sox. You know, Jan Rolando, uh, Moncada, Yomer Sanchez. You can still use Abreu if you're going full stack, but nothing too crazy there on the Cleveland side of things, though. You want to see what that lineup looks like, see if there's any right-handed help there that you can exploit uh, against Rodon otherwise. But uh, don't worry about it. But we did talk about Rodon being kind of more of a reverse splits type guy. Lefty's 364, righty's 299. So if you want to take a gamble with a, a Jake Bowers type, you can, but not looking to go there. Minnesota at Cleveland wraps up, or at Kansas City wraps this one up. I mentioned Kyle Gibson. If you are targeting him, you're going like Ryan O'Hearn. You're going with Mondesi. You're going with Merrifield. That does have a lot of validity to it. If, if you want to go that route, I, I see the appeal to that in a big, big way. But uh, if you're punting with Gibson, you're obviously not going there. And then last but not least, when you're looking at the Minnesota Twins in a great spot here, 4.5 team total, highest on the slate. They're facing Homer Bailey, 366 lefties, 365 righties. So you're looking at Rosario, Kepler, Polanco, and you could even bring it back with some of the right-handed power of Nelson Cruz, maybe some C.J. Cron. Lots and lots to like there in Minnesota. A Minnesota stack should be popular and for very good reasons. So to recap things real quick, uh, the main things I'm looking at bat-wise, I'm looking at Milwaukee, Cincinnati, and I'm looking at Minnesota. I'm looking at those three teams. Could be chalky, but those are the three I'm looking at. A lot of the left-handed thump in those. If you're not using Kyle Gibson, you can bring back some Kansas City. So stack those two games up, and I'm staying away from the other ones. The other ones will be super contrarian if you want to go there, but won't be my cup of tea unless lineups change. So again, come join us in one of the, ta- the slash the Discord chat or the Slack chat to let us know if you have any questions. All right, let's get into the five-game main slate on this one. And uh, break it on down. We have your top priced arm on the slate, Garrett Cole at eleven thousand four hundred bucks at the Texas Rangers. Wind blowing in from right field. Verlander looked like dog crap on Tuesday night, but uh, we go right back to the well here against a a team that will hit the ball from time to time in Texas. But you got Garrett Cole, who is just pure pure filthy. Uh, Texas strikes out almost twenty five percent of the time versus right in the pitching. Cole a thirty four point five percent K rate last year with a fourteen percent swinging strike rate. Um, he's a minus almost 160 road favorite in this matchup. He's in a phenomenal, phenomenal spot against the Texas Rangers. Lefty's 239, righty's 301, so reverse splits there a bit. But give me all the Garrett Cole at 11-4 on a slate with some very, very subpar pitching. The early slate's got much, much better pitching. Uh, you can look at Ross Stripling if you trust him to get uh, deep enough into the game at 10-2 against the Giants. I totally get that because the Giants are bad. So if you want to save money on Cole, you can go to Stripling. No problem there at all. Um... Jameson Tyon at 7900 bucks was really, really good last time out, and they left him out there just a little too long to the opposite of Luis Castillo, and he gave it up a little bit in like the seventh inning, but six really solid innings from Jameson Tyon his first time out. We'll look to bounce back here against the St. Louis Cardinals, a team that strikes out over 22% of the time versus Ryan in pitching last year. Tyon was great, almost a 23% K rate, 46% ground ball rate. Lots and lots to like there. St. Louis, a 3.65 team total. That is the lowest on the night slate. 
Lefties do it 316, righties 269. So the Cardinals do have some, they can strike some fear into your heart at times, but a guy like Tyon at that price point of $7,700, big fan of that price point, or $7,900, big fan of that price point tonight, and I'll have a lot of Tyon in my lineups. And last but not least, this is how bad the pitching is. Like, I really don't want to trust much else. You can look at Miles Mikolas versus Pittsburgh at 72. I get it. But uh, is Derek Holland at 5700 bucks? a guy that's going to limit the damage? He pitched pretty well in uh, San Diego. Lots of swing and miss in his uh, pitch, surprisingly, in San Diego. He faces a uh, Dodgers team that strikes out 22.5% of the time versus left-handed pitching. He's a heavy, heavy road favorite, so buyer beware. But he also had a 23% K rate and a 40% ground ball rate of his own last year. The Dodgers, 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 where are you at, Dodgers? Uh, 4.5 team total, lefties 252, righties 332. So yeah, it's a terrifying matchup. There's no sugarcoating that at all. Even Belly Bombs is dropping bombs versus lefties now. So it's scary, but that's the slate we live on. And that's your pitching wrap-up. That's the, the night slate is not pretty. So you got Garrett Cole at 11-4. If you want to pivot to Ross Stripling versus the Giants, I totally get it. But Cole is by far and away the top option on this slate. He dropped down. You got Jamison Tyon at 79. Like him a ton at home against the Cardinals. If you want to pivot, there you go. Miles Mike Mikolas in the same matchup at $7,200. And then last but not least, the punt I'd be looking at is Derek Holland. Unless you want to go really, really contrarian with the... Marco Estrada or Mike Miner, but I'm not there yet. Maybe things will change throughout the day, but my only punt would be Derek Holland out of the three-punt options. So pretty bleak options, as you would expect on a five-game slate. Let's check out the bats at the catcher's position. Not a ton to like here. you got like Wilson Contreras against uh, Tejeron. Robinson Torinos against Mike Miner might be a decent play there at $4,000. If Vic Caratini makes the Cubs lineup at 38 versus Tejeron, I can see that as an option as well. But other than that, there's not much. The only other one I look at is if Tyler Flowers gets to start for the Braves against Johnny Lester, he could be a nice cheaper option. But uh, this one will really, really dictate what comes out lineup-wise. First, pay, first base, you got Belly Bombs up to $5,000. Uh, took Bumgarner deep for a granny last night. Lots to like there with Bellinger. But guys like Anthony Rizzo, we know lefties versus Tehran is something we really, really like. You got the Cubs. With a team total of 4.2, lefties 344, righties 296 off on. So a guy like Anthony Rizzo at 49 is in a great, great spot in that matchup. Um, if you go farther down, you could be contrarian with Freddie Freeman, but I probably wouldn't. I'd look at guys like Tyler White versus Mike Miner at 45. He could come into play for you, or Yuli Gurriel at 42. Would be a couple other options. And then in the Pittsburgh side of things, uh, Colin Moran's first base, third base, and then Josh Bell, both 3,900 bucks. Left-handed bats versus Miles Mikolas if you're going to attack him. That's where you're going to go. The Pirates have a 385 total. Lefties 308, righties 266. We attacked Mikolas with the Brew Crew lefties. It worked very, very well. The Brew Crew lefties are much, much better than the Pirates lefties, but still on a small slate, you got to pick your poison somewhere. And that's not a bad cheap option there with Josh Bell or Colin Moran. Second base, Jose Altuve versus Mike Miner. Jose does love his lefties for 200 bucks. You can go back to that well for sure. Uh, Kiki Hernandez likely leading off for Derek Holland at 42. He had an RBI knock last night. He's in play. We know how much he likes himself. Some uh, some lefty, so no problem with Kiki back there at 4200 bucks. But then you, when you slide on down against Bleak, like uh, Ben Zobers leading off second base outfield, 3900 versus Tehran. Adam Frazier likely leading off versus Mikolas at 39 is very very interesting. If for some reason you want to fade Garrett Cole, Ruben Odor is always in play uh, in GPPs at 3900 bucks with his power upside. So you could look there. Uh, probably popular play if you're not using Jamison Tyon would be Colton Wong at 3800 bucks. Nice price tag there for a guy that's just nuclear right now. And if you're going to attack uh, Tyon, you're going to attack him from the left side of the plate. So a guy like Colton Wong definitely comes into play for you in that one. 
heading over to third base. Uh, Bregman, big night on Tuesday night, 5400 bucks for his minor. Really, really like him yet again. So a good spot there for uh, Bregs. Dropping on down, though, you can roll the dice with Josh Donaldson and hope he figures it out. Or you got Matt Carpenter at 45, both in interesting matchups. Not the most ideal play. I'd probably go up to Bregman. Or I'd come down to like a Justin Turner at 4400 bucks against Derek Collin. Would be another place to plant your flag. Uh, Rafael Devers at 41 versus Estrada. The, the he, couple knocks last night. He's going he's gonna to explode here soon enough. And in a good matchup versus Marco Estrada, a guy that we know gives up a lot of fly balls. So the Red Sox definitely in play here. The 4.5 team total just behind the Dodgers for highest on the slate. But it's weird with Estrada. He's got the reverse splits. Lefty's 289, righty's 364. So keep that in mind. But that does not say I'm not in on Rafael Devers at a cheap price of 4100 bucks. Matt Chapman, GPP at 4K against Nate Eovaldi. I don't hate it. Eovaldi throws it so damn hard. Chapman hits it so damn hard, so that ball's going to go a long, long way if he makes some good contact there. Uh, lefty's 315, righty's 282 versus Eovaldi last season. The farther down you go at the third base position, we mentioned Colin Moran earlier. Again, if you're going to try to be contrarian against Garrett Cole, Azurbo Cabrera is only 3900 bucks. Don't hate that at all. Uh, if you're going to be contrarian, he can easily find the cheap, cheap seats in that matchup, and he hits around the middle of that Texas order. Texas has a lot of pop in that lineup, but a lot of swing and miss also. So you'll get a lot of those games, like you saw versus Verlander last night, where they they get it done, or you'll see a lot where they strike out 12 times. So pick your poison. And then Derek uh, David Fries, first base, third base eligible at 37, did not get the start versus the lefty last night. I'd imagine he'd be back in the lineup tonight. He could be a nice cheapie for you to take a look at. Heading over to shortstop, Bregman again at 54. You got Javi Baez versus Tehran. Could be nice and contrarian because... Pretty much the way to go to attack Tehran, as we said, is with lefties. So most people just focus on that and they forget that you can kind of make things interesting and throw in a Javi Baez in your stacks because our Chris Bryant in those Cubs stacks from the right side of the plate is an interesting way to go. Or you save 500 bucks going to Carlos Correa, who had a couple of big knocks last night, had a good game. I think he had like 16 or 17 DraftKings points. So Carlos Correa at 48, worth a look for you there. He keeps getting kind of overlooked in this mess as people aren't. Buying into him being back just yet. So that's a good price tag there. Other than that, you got like Alexander Bogart's much respected there. Paul DeYoung at 39, nice and cheap versus Tyon. We like lefties versus Tyon, but he's nice and cheap if you want to save some cash at the position. Like a Marcus Simeon at 37. I don't mind some Brandon Crawford at 36. I, I forgot to mention also, if you're not using um, Stripling, I do like, where was his price? Brandon Belt's 3800 bucks at. Uh, at uh, first base. I do like that quite a bit if you want to save some cash at the first base. He's been swinging about really, really hot out the gate. So, someone to keep an eye on there. But back to shortstop. Mentioned Simeon. Mentioned Brandon Crawford. Elvis Andrus, only 3,700 versus Garrett Cole. Again, another if you're punting. He comes into play for you there. Otherwise, see what value pops up. And head to the outfield. Mookie Betts. J.D. Martinez. We mentioned those reverse splits. Flyball pitcher and Estrada. Both in a great spot. You can save 400 and take... Uh, JD, both really good plays though. George Springer is really hot right now. He's 4900 bucks. You could ride that raid. But Ronald Acuna versus John Lester at 48, I like quite a bit. That's a stinky nice one. Uh, sliding on down to like a Starling Marte. who go way overlooked against Mikolas. He gets on, he can run. But Kyle Schwarber at 46 versus Tehran is big time play because most people stack, you know, Baez, Bryant, Rizzo, and they forget about Schwarber, who's been like fifth or sixth and then a lot of pop. So he's worth the look. Evo- uh, Chris Davis versus Eovaldi is always in play. A.J. Pollock versus the lefty Holland. So some really good options. If you don't want to go all the way up to the top fives, you can start in the mid fours and do some damage there. Again, Joey Gallo, like the rest of the Rangers in a GPP, 
Don't forget about him. But like Corey Dickerson, 4,300, which is a little cheaper. But nice left-handed pop against Mikolas. Could be a nice GPP-type play. Jake Marisnik versus the lefty minor at 43 is in play for you as well. Uh, a little farther down the list, though, like uh, Jackie Bradley Jr. at 4K. is off to a slow start, but could be worth a look. Kevin Pillar against Stripling at 4,000. It's a small slate, so you got to be really picky. Like Ben Zobers at 39 comes into play for you. Um, maybe Jose Ramirez get, or Martinez gets to start for St. Louis. That'd be some nice upside at 3,900. Um, you got Steven Piscotti, Lariano at 3,900 each. They probably won't get to start because the lefty's on the mound. Like Piscotti will, but not Lariano. But keep an eye on that one. Then the farther down you go, it gets bleaker and bleaker. Yeah, there's not like Nick Markakis, but that's lefty lefty, so you're not going to want to run to that one. Um, Shinsu Chu at 37 is very interesting versus Garrett Cole. That's one you can definitely take a look at in that matchup. Um, but yeah, there's not much down here at the outfield position. This is pretty pretty sad actually. Uh, Gerardo Parra, if he's hitting as good in the Giants lineup at 34, had a two run knock last night. You know we don't love Parra, but he's cheap. Uh, Steven Duggar, this is this is your punt if he's leading off like he's been leading off all year. He's 3200 bucks. If you're not using Stripling, that's a hell of a punt to free up some salary. So like Duggar and Para, as I'm not like I, I don't like recommending the Giants as a Giants fan. The offense is bad, but in that matchup, if you want some salary relief, that's where you're looking. All right, recapping your pitching, it's Garrett Cole up top at 11 for the elite play. If you want to save some cash, uh, Ross uh, Stripling's okay. Just make sure he gets deep enough into the game. Then you go farther down. Got Jamison Tyon at 79 versus the St. Louis Cardinals in a great, great spot there. Uh, if you want the flip side of that one, Mikolas, interesting play. Prefer Tyon over Mikolas. And then when you're punting, it's Derek Holland at 57. Uh, is the only punt I like right now. Estrada and Minor, scary, scary, scary spots there. All right, let's look at your stacks on this night slate. Again, you got the Dodgers versus Derek Holland. That's a great spot if you're not using Holland. Obviously, the right-handed power there. And then the Red Sox versus Estrada. The Red Sox bats have been ice cold on the West Coast. Ice, ice cold. That's why Estrada is an interesting GPP play because – their pitching staff is like their starting pitchers have an ERA of like .2 in the last like six or seven games. It's crazy, and Estrada's been a part of that. So if you want to get contrarian with Estrada, you can, but the, the Red Sox are going to explode one of these days, so be careful. The Braves versus John Lester is really interesting. Lefties last year hit 370, righties 333. That's why Freddie Freeman is in play, and that, that uh, the Braves stack can be very, very interesting in that matchup, so keep an eye on that one. The Cubs lefties versus Tehran is definitely in play for you there. And then other than that, it's just contrarian stuff. Do you want to be contrarian with the Rangers versus Garrett Cole? I get it if you do. The option's on the table. The A's versus uh, Eovaldi is worth the look. Eovaldi struggled his first start. The starting pitchers for the Red Sox are all struggling as they're not all tuned up because they got a, a late start to spring. So the A's can be in play for you yet again, especially for some value on those matchups. But uh, see what lineups come out. could be very interesting. See what lineups come out for both the early and the late slate and see how that all plays out for you. Let's check out your BVP real quick. Send you on your way. Early on, Tucker Barnhart, 4 for 7 with a double and a homer off Freddie Peralta if you want a cheap catcher. Orlando Garcia, 6 for 11 with a double against Luis Castillo. Grandal, Yellick, and Braun have all taken Castillo deep. Ryan Zimmerman, 7 for 25, 3 doubles and a homer off Nola. Uh, Rendon, 10 for 32 with a double and a homer. Rendon went deep last night as well. Bryce Harper, 4 for 14, 2 triples and a homer off Anibal Sanchez. Uh, Ria Muto and Odubel Herrera have taken him deep as well. Carlos Santana, 7 for 21, two doubles off Rodon. Jose Ramirez, 7 for 28, two doubles and a triple. Jose Abreu, 16 for 50, three doubles and five home runs off Corey Kluber. There's your BVP for the early slate. Um, Kluber does give up the long ball from time to time, though. Palka and Gilmer Sanchez have, has taken him deep. 
as a team, though, they're only hitting 209 with a 278 Woba and a 178 ISO. So you take Jose Abreu out of the mix, and it's dreadful. Dreadful, dreadful, dreadful. Uh, Ian Desmond, 5 for 14 with a double off Morton. I wouldn't trust too much into that one. Uh, Lucas Duda, Mondesi, and Gordon have all taken Kyle Gibson deep. Gordon's 14 for 45, two doubles and a homer. Uh, Hosmer, Myers have two homers each versus Robbie Ray. You don't care about that game, never mind. Do, 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 do. Back to the night slate. Cardinals, Pirates. Adam Frazier, 5 for 15, two doubles and two triples off of Mikolas. Cervelli, 5 for 13 with a double. Uh, Matt Carpenter, 7 for 21, two doubles and a homer off of Jamison Tyon. Ozuna, 4 for 10. Matt Joyce, probably not in the Braves lineup, but if he is, 5 for 15 with a double and two homers. Freddie Freeman, though, 6 for 20, triple, two home runs. Not bad at all. Schwarber, 3 for 7. Rizzo, Almora Jr., and Chris Bryant all have taken Teheron deep. Uh, since you chew three free of the home, Ralph Cole, Joey Gallo's two for 12 with two home runs. So it's all or nothing with the Joey Gallo train. Uh, Yuli Gurriel, six for 13 of the double and two homers off Mike Miner, Tyler White, Max Stasi, Josh Reddick have all taken him deep. George Springer, five for 15 with two doubles. So yeah, the, uh, the Astros like them. So Mike Miner, surprise, surprise. A little farther down, like JD Martinez as JD Martinez, Mitch Moreland, Jackie Bradley and Xander have all taken Marco Estrada deep. Benintendi, 7 for 20 with three doubles. Uh, Enrique Hernandez, Kiki, 4 for 7, two doubles and a homer off Derek Holland. Surprise, surprise. And then Pablo and Panic have both taken Ross Stripling deep. So there you go. Nice quick edition of Quick. It's five game early, five game late. Go check out thequantedge.com if you're looking for the MLB season package. Tons of great tools coming there. I already have some, more to come. Great write ups on the daily. Uh, $25 off the season package, promo code Bubba. Or if you want to try out all the sports, all the betting tools for your first month at $19.99 and see what you like there, use promo code Bubba. It's a great way to figure out if you like the tools or not. Get your feet wet. If not, check us out at Fantasy Sports DGENs on Twitter, Fantasy DGENs. Uh, the Slack chat over there is popping all the time. All sports, PGA coming up. Uh, we got the Always Pressing PGA DFS podcast out there with myself and Jesse. DFS Duncan's got his PGA DFS preview out there as well, so go check all that out. We got Italian soccer with Francisco. Much, much more going on over there. We got a big Masters preview coming up. For you next week on the golf front. But tons going on over at Fantasy Degens. Give me a follow on at on Twitter at BDentric. Lots going on. Hope everybody has a great Wednesday. This was MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Wednesday, April 3rd edition. I'm out. Hey.